What's up, guys? It's the Ran Through Podcast Week 1 edition of the college football. As it starts tomorrow, today we're going to talk about Texas Tech against Wyoming, as, far, as well as how the Big 12 will shape this year. And is Colorado the real deal? I'll ask Jaden, and he'll let you know. And we'll also have the bet of the week, as well as a game of contender and pretender. I'd like to introduce Jaden now. What up, what up? How's everyone doing? No, I do it. Ran through podcast. Let's get it going. All right, Jay. All right, so let's just get started. Everybody wants to know what's going to happen tomorrow night in Wyoming. Give me your thoughts right now. Tech starts hot, stays hot. Defense does their thing. I think Shuck has a hell of a game. I think so good that he's probably going to get benched in the third quarter, and it's going to be the Baron Morton show. Um, realistically, prediction at the end of the day, I like a good 56 to 14 win. Tech. 56 to 14. So you're telling me that Tech is going to cover the 14 point spread? Absolutely. Not even a question. That's a big spread. On the road, Wyoming doesn't really lose at home. I know they're playing the Big 12 opponent, but gosh, that's a big number to cover. But I mean, I'm with you. I think Shuck has a big night. Cornerbacks, secondary for Wyoming is not good. They're really bad. And their quarterback is absolutely horrible. 10 touchdowns to nine interceptions, that's just not going to do it. And I think Tech's got a really good defense this year, and it's going to be a good year for the Red Raiders. So, with that being said, is it a one-win ride, or are we riding that into week two against Oregon at home? I think without a doubt you have to ride it into Oregon, coming off a – Quite a high horse if you do win 56-14 to 14, like I predict. You come home to the greatest fan base, the greatest home atmosphere in college football at the moment. I can't make a prediction quite yet because I haven't seen Tech play, but as a biased fan, 70-0 would be beautiful, but we'll just have to see what happens. But I do think Texas Tech definitely takes care of business at home without a doubt. 70 to 0. What a prediction. Not a final it, prediction. It not, is it is 2 weeks prediction. early, but no, but we'll take prediction. it. That's, that's a biased fan like just me saying, "Hey, you know what? Fuck it." Well, you know, it's going to happen. Biased fans, that's how college football works without it. We right. ain't got nothing. Damn right. Well, you know, tomorrow's going to be a real indicator. I, if Tech struggles to move the ball against Wyoming, the Oregon Ducks are going to kill them. And at home, you said the greatest home atmosphere in all of college football. As a biased fan, I agree on that. But we're not there yet. You know, you got the south end zone, a bunch of cranes. It's going to add a little bit of industrial feel to it. But with a sold-out crowd, I mean, when was the last time we sold out the second game of the season? There has not been this much hype in Lubbock since who knows when. I mean, this school is, it's all or nothing. It's ride for McGuire or die on a hill for him. But, in my opinion, Oregon's going to come in here and they're going to get hit in the mouth. They, they, Bo Nix is a first-round projected quarterback. Jalen Hutchins, Linton, all those boys up front, they're going to drive him into the ground. It's going to be a quick game. I think it's over mm. by halftime. Mm. Heavy statement. Now, Heavy can the offense move the ball on Oregon defense? 
I think it's Tyler Shuck Revenge Tour. I mean, can you go against a revenge tour? You win everybody. That's you go extra, extra against your former team. And I just don't think Bo Nix is that guy. You got any add-ons to that? I know you're a Nix guy. <laughs> I'm so. a Bo Nix guy. I love Bo Nix. Shout out Bo Nix in the Elite Eleven. I don't think it's over by halftime. Personally, that's a pretty crazy statement. And I don't think he gets six dug six feet under. I think he has a good game. I think it's a really competitive game. I think it's going to be a dogfight. And I just feel like beginning of the season, we're only two weeks in. I think it's at the end of the day, it's going to be who's the more conditioned team because they're both pretty polished. I think it's who's the more con conditioned team at the end of the day. Because once you start getting into the middle of the season, everybody's pretty much – they're ready, you know, to go. They're, they're ready to go. They're ready to go. You know, they're they're, they're, they're uh, in game shape already. They're yeah, in game shape. This is this is week two. It's just it's about who wants it more, and I think who's who's going to be more in shape, which allows you know either side to make more plays than the other. Do you think that it's bad that we talked about Wyoming game for about two minutes and went straight into Oregon? Is no. it bad that we're overlooking no. No. the Cowboys? No, nope, I'm still overlooking, and uh, you know. 6.30 on CBS is pretty crazy. I probably would have uh, maybe thought like ESPN Plus at like a random, you know, 3 o'clock game. Just super random on ESPN Plus. But, hey, you know, I'll take it on CBS on, on some prime time. But, no, I, I have no concern for Wyoming. And no disrespect to Wyoming. Shout out all the Wyoming fans. But uh, I don't think we have any issue there. And I don't feel bad for skipping over it after, you know, about 30 seconds. All right. So you heard it here first. Tech, no problems tomorrow. Should be wiped out by the end of the first quarter. Bro, if they don't take care of business by at least halftime, I might I might consider hanging up the Texas Tech gear and at least football gear for a few wow. weeks. That's crazy. And consider my options and you know, maybe take a break from it because if they struggle that bad week one against Wyoming, then we got we got bigger we got bigger issues. Yeah, I, I agree. This should be no problem for them, but, you know, it is tech. But what I will say, we haven't had any slip-ups except for one game against Baylor under McGuire. Seems to have those guys ready to go when kickoff hits. So that's just me. Well, moving on. How is the Big 12 going to shape up this year? Will Tech finish at the top? Is it TCU? Is it Kansas running it back? Or is it Texas' time to shine? What do you think? <clears throat> as biased as I am, again, I would say Texas, get them out the door. But they have the most complete that, roster on yeah. paper. On paper, that is the most complete roster. And you have three quarterbacks that I don't know about going you a natty chip, but you have three quarterbacks that can probably go compete at a really, really high level. And I guarantee you, if you throw them in that system, any one of them, it's not going to be like you're feeding them to the wolves. Um, I think... TCU, I, I just feel like it was a fluke. I it's feel a like regression it, I, year. I feel like it, was it a, is a regression year. I feel year like it was a too good to be true, and TCU just, they're just not what they were. Obviously, Tech's on the high. Tech's riding a roller coaster, and they're getting they're getting close to their peak. We'll see if they hit their peak this year. Um, but I think teams flirting with it, Texas, Texas Tech. And, you, uh, you've left a team out that I feel like is the favorite on paper. I like a K State yeah, flirting with it too. I was gonna say I like a K State flirting with it too. You know they lose Deuce Vaughn, 
the man in the myth of legend. Well, they, and they also lost Adrian Martinez, but they it seemed Adrian to Martinez. not look like it mattered last year when he went down and Spencer Howard took him to a Big 12 championship. Shout out Cats, man. Go Cats, go. But, uh, yeah, I think those three teams are probably going to flirt with it pretty big. As far as uh, who's going to win it, I think it's too early to say. We, Again, got, we got Dark Horse? Dark Horse? I like West Virginia. West oh, Virginia is a sleeper. West Virginia but is who's a sleeper. their quarterback? Who is the quarterback? I'm going to be honest. I couldn't tell you. I've just seen a lot of things on Twitter about West Virginia and who's going to be shocked in week one. But you know what? I'll ride the West Virginia train. So you're saying West Virginia upsets Penn, Penn State, State in I, week one. I like it. I like a West Virginia upstate upset against Penn State. I'm not wow. mad at that. And they're saying Penn State's college football playoff contender. I don't think so. I think they say that every year, and what happens? They, they do. Shit the but, well, they run into the, the train wreck that is Ohio State yeah. and that is Michigan. Mm -hmm. I, I don't agree with the West Virginia upset, but I'm looking at a UCF team. Coming into the Big 12, they have the tradition. They've won a lot of football games. We I don't know Bama. anybody on them. They want Bama. I don't know anybody on that team. They're in the Power Five. They deserve Bama now. And that's what scares me. <laughs> All right. They have nothing. To, they have so, nothing to nothing to lose and everything to gain. Right. So you're telling me you can't give me one team right now that you're going to pick to win the chip right now. To win, win the, the chip? Big 12 chip. Oh, Big 12 chip. Oh no, we're not talking about oh, Natty oh, chip, bro. That's a whole different conversation. Big 12 chip. Big 12 chip. Okay, bias me says Texas Tech. Realistic me, I think K-State has an opportunity to take it this year. So if you were a betting man, you would pick K-State. I would probably throw my money on K-State. Oh. I respect that. I'd pick K-State. I mean, they're about the they're they're the second. They're at plus three fifty. Not a bad take. I like the odds. Plus three fifty. I mean, we're looking at Texas at a plus two fifty. When was the last time? Or I'm sorry, let me take that back. When would anybody put their money on Texas to do anything? Trust me. Vince Young days. Vince Young. Vince Young. Vince Young. Colton days. I mean, you should have gave him the freaking Heisman, man. Reggie Bush. Who? All right. So that takes me to the next one. Upset of the week. Who is it? You said West Virginia, Penn State. West Virginia, Penn State. Is that who you're rolling with? That's who I'm rolling with. That's exactly who I'm rolling with. Why not? I like it. Why not? I, I like it. Now, I'm going to go a step further. I'm on the hype train. Colorado goes into oh, Fort Worth and oh, takes man. down the runner-up no. week one. Shadur throws for 350. I'm not buying it. Travis Hunter, two interceptions, 150 receiving, and a tutty. They're not the real deal, but the hype gets them over the top against a team that I don't think is very good. TCU, I don't think they're going to be very good this year. But in an away atmosphere, though? In an away atmosphere? But Prime is going to have those guys ready. He so. has been in the biggest. That's true. Biggest of moments. That's a good point. Now, is Shadur, is Shadur that guy? Is he that guy? Oh, man, I don't know. Mm. Steamy Take Me says he's a first-round guy. Oh, my. This Steamy year? Take. This year? Steamy Take Guy says. Wow. Steamy Take Me says he's a first-round guy. He's going to put up some serious numbers. But, again, that's just for shits and gigs. And, hey, let's put $2 on him being a first-round pick. You know what I mean? Or a top-10 pick. Speaking of top games of the week. North Carolina, South Carolina. Rivalry game, week one, Rattler, May, Giving who you man, got? The myth, the legend. As much as I love Spencer Rattler, give me Drake May. Drake May. All day long. I don't like the weapons. They don't have any weapons. <laughs> he is the only weapon. He's the only weapon. He is the he's only, only guy. Need. If he's that guy, he is that if guy. he's that guy, he'll show it tomorrow night. That's a 
6.30 kickoff, ABC. We're competing with Tech. Going to have to split between games. That's going to be a good one. Speaking and biggest game of the week, no doubt. Biggest game probably for the first four weeks. Florida State, LSU, open it up Sunday night. Sunday night football. Revenge game for Brian Kelly. They get the field goal blocked week one last year to mm-hmm. lose. They go on that run. They beat Bama. Mm-hmm. They got all the momentum. They're mm-hmm. a college football playoff contender. Florida State, on the other hand, got in a lot of recruits coming that weekend. Got a lot of guys. The Ohio State commit. They got all these guys looking to come in, boost this program back to Crab Legs days. <laughs> it, are they the real deal? Who wins and by how much? <clears throat> lot to take in here. Lot to consider. It's a here big game. It's a big game. There's a lot to consider, and that's why they're by themselves. Sunday There's a lot football. to consider. Historically, I would say LSU. I mean, historically, LSU, LSU. is the favorite. They're the favorite yeah. by two points. But they're at a neutral, so neutral side. Take as you want. Again, it's it's those teams with you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. I'm gonna take FSU on this one. Florida State, Jordan Florida Travis. State. Jordan Travis, a lot of hype between Florida State. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain with these guys. You look at LSU, they lose Boutte because he sleeps with <laughs> everyone in the group. They lose him. He's supposed to be that guy. You got Jaden Daniels. He's a runner. Him. Him. Is he him? Him. Does he move to wide receiver when he goes to the NFL? Who knows? I'm taking LSU. I like the hype. I think they got a more complete team. Harold Perkins. Freshman of the year, defensive player of the year. He's going to be a player of the year candidate. Well, with that, we're going to move on to best bets. My best bet over the weekend is Georgia covering. Mm. Huge spread. Actually, I don't even have it on here, but last time I checked it was plus 35 for University of Tennessee at Martin. Yeah, I don't think you could Bulldogs. Ever, I don't. I don't think you could ever go against uh, against Georgia covering. You can't personally. Well, not early in the week, but they got uh, they got an unproven quarterback, <clears throat> Carson Beck. They do. I don't believe in him. They do. But when you have the titties, man, thirty five <laughs> D one. I mean, feels like thirty one first round picks on the same team. You're bound to do something. But and and no, I'm rolling against Alabama. I don't think they. They beat them by 40. That's the spread. 39. 39 is crazy. I don't think they – I mean, who's their quarterback? We don't I know. I mean, do we even know? We, yeah, we know. still don't know. Tua so coming back. Tell- Tua come back. <laughs> I mean, sounds like a Mac Jones return. Mac they, Jones return. Patriots already cut everyone. Might yeah, as well might cut as him well. too, yep, right? I'm, that's what I'm thinking. But it's a big week for Alabama to really prove themselves as – I don't think they can beat LSU or Georgia. And I'm scared that Texas got a shot. You know, I think for me, as much as I don't believe in them to win this week, might be steamy, but I'm taking Colorado to cover 20 and a half. I'm well, I picked it. them to go into Fort Worth and beat them. Yeah. So, I take them to cover 20 and a half. Do I think they win? It's, it's questionable. It's questionable. Who's TCU's quarterback? Do we know? We yeah. don't, but we know we they're don't. ranked 17 and they're 20 and a half point favorites. 20 and a half is crazy. That's a big number. It is. That's a huge number. It's quite It's quite large. Now, right now, back to Tech versus Oregon. Tech, three-point dog at home. Do you take the points 
with Tech at home against Oregon, saying they go in and they beat Wyoming by 30. I think you take it. I think why not? Ride the high. Let them ride the high. Why not? Let them ride the high. I like the why not. You know, we're probably the most biased guys that you're going to find all over the internet. And I just just simply do it off of gut feeling, that's all. Bias and gut feeling, that's it. I don't have the facts to back it. I don't have the knowledge to back it. But you know what? I just think of history. I think of when you mentioned crab legs. I think of history and how FSU hasn't been relevant since crab legs. It's about time for them to be relevant. And I think that LSU has been relevant since, you know, Paul Skeen's Livy Dunn in maybe like 2019 with Joe Shiesty. Was it 2019? 20? 20. 2019? Somewhere yeah, around there. Before COVID. Somewhere around there. Yeah. 2019. Well, he's already been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah no, 19, because he, he got drafted during COVID. So, yeah. yeah, it was like 2019. Yeah. So, you know, screw it. Why not give FSU a chance? You know what I mean? That's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking right here. And that's the way I bet. You know, I, I respect the bet, you know. Big Ben guys over here. Big, Big Ben guys. Huge. This week's kind of a dud week for betting. Yeah. Too many big-time favorites, all this crap. No money to win. Mm-mm. Pretender, contender, right? I'm going to list teams. Contender, pretender, based on what you've seen, Twitter, prior experience. <laughs> I, I don't know what you go off of. You said gut feeling. Gut feeling. All this other shit. Kansas. Looked at as a top team in the Big 12. Got three first-team All-Big 12 preseason and the preseason Offensive Player of the Year. Do they finish in the top half? Do they slip and fall like it seems like they do every year? You know, they had opportunities last year to show up and show out, and they did at times. I'm hammering the contender button. I'm hammering the contender button. Contender. Top half team. So we're looking at a top half team. Top half team. I'm saying contender. You know? I'm going to have to push the other button. Mm. I've watched Kansas suck at football for Too 20 long. and a half years. Too long. They have never been relevant except for one year. It's their year. It's, it's like Texas, except <laughs> they have no history. If Texas had never won a championship, this is who they'd be. That's, uh, that's a good point. I'm not mad at that. All right, I'm going to ask this now. Is Colorado a Pac-12 contender? No. How not many games do they win? Four. Their over-under is three and a half. Four. So you're taking the over. I'll take the over, but they're not a contender. They're not a top-half team. But I think it's their first year, and you can't expect much from them. I understand you have the hype and the history, and you saw what you did at Jackson State, but, I mean, it is Jackson State after all. You know, I like when people say what he did at Jackson State. But what did he do at Jackson State? He I mean, he brought recruited. Himself, he did recruit the recruited, people, but what did he win? Brought an outlet to and attention to other kids and then dipped. Slight savior complex, I guess, but you know, I didn't win much. But why did he pick Colorado? He was fit. It, I mean, everybody wanted him, it seemed like. All I heard on the news, TCU wants him. They go with Sonny Dykes. All these guys want him, and he ends up in Boulder. What? Why? I think when They you have look no at, nothing. They're not good. When you look at it, it, I don't think you look at it as what he's going to. I think you look at it, who Prime is. I mean, you see Prime, different guy. He's out there. He makes a name for himself. He doesn't follow everybody else. So I think what it is is he's just trying to build his legacy elsewhere. He's not going to follow everybody else. He's not going to go to your big, big time, you know, Power Five school. He's not going to go to no Big Twelve. Well, I mean, I guess now he's Big Twelve, but you know, somebody who's like speaking of a contender yeah, or an opportunity. Yeah. But you know, he's 
said, why not? Colorado, they got nothing. Let me build it back up like how I did Jackson State. Let me be different. You know. But do you see him as a cold-weather guy? I don't. I don't see him as a cold-weather guy. I watched I just, their spring game. They played seven-on-seven. Seven. I mean, I don't it know, just I mean, doesn't seem to be adding up. But I did pick them to win because I think that he's a good coach. I just don't understand what he, why he went there. I don't know. I just I think he's, I mean, about, I, yeah. he's about two, three toll. Three, two or three toes short of uh, getting enough grip on that snow, but yeah, you know, he he, I mean, he, he almost make, lost his leg. Yeah, yeah, that too. Give me, I mean, he might make nothing out of something. Who knows? Well, only time will tell, I guess. But I don't have high expectations, but I like the guy and I like the program. Like the program. I, I, I like all the media presence. Got to give him a W on that. Yeah, and flip in all the top recruits. I mean, yeah, take something. Oregon. Oregon's a big topic here. Love it. No one likes the Ducks this year. Everybody seemed, everybody was fine with the Ducks. We got Shuck. Everybody liked the Ducks. (laughs) Now they come to Lubbock, and it's like, God, these people suck. They lose Christian Gonzalez. They bring back, I mean, your Patriots boy. Somehow they stole him. (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know how it was. People thought they stole him, but they returned Bo Nix. That's all I know that they returned. But. Well, they he, fell off a cliff last year. They were a contender for about half the year, and then Winkle. never heard of them. Contender, pretender. You know, because they uh, they fell off heavy last year, I think they got a lot to prove. Bo Nix, final year in a collegiate uniform, I'd say. Yeah, uh, I think he shows up. He shows out. Give me a contender, buddy. Give me a top-half team in the Pac-12. Do they win the Pac-12? I don't think they win it. I think uh, you know you got a big bad man and a historic program standing in front of their way. I'm thinking more of the Utes coming at you. I saw backup quarterback mm. drop 28 points mm. on the Florida Gators. Mm. They don't even have Cam Rising back. When they get healthy, they beat the shit out of USC twice. See, and USC was- just got dotted up by... Kent State. Yeah, I was I was thinking I was going along the USC line. That's who I was talking about. I, yeah, I respect the thought. You got first Caleb game, Williams. First game, first game jitters. Get it out the system. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cam Rising gets the Heisman Trophy winner. They're gonna they're gonna bounce back. I, I mean, I like it. Week zero, you get a lot. You see these teams yeah. that like to play week one. They like to do the prime time games. You look at the Notre Dames go to Ireland, fill up the whole stadium just to beat the crap out of our. Out of our military, Sam Hartman comes. He seems like a pretty good quarterback. Don't know. I think they're pretenders. Don't know if you're looking at that ACC. They're playing ACC schedule, but they got a lot of people. I don't know enough about them to speak on that. I respect that. And, okay, lastly, your Clemson Tigers. Yeah. Cade Klubnik. Cade, my man. Pretenders. Westlake legend. Pretenders. Not at all. Pretenders. He did ball out. He balled out in the final two games of the season. After DJ Ukulele got, you know. Hey, he's bringing Oregon State up. Uh, I think they're a Pac-12 dark horse. Look at them to beat beat a (laughs) – Not next year. I'm talking about this year. (laughs) Look at them to be a contender. Uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know enough about them. I know he sucked at Clemson, and I was very disappointed in the way he played. How do you have Clemson? Like I'm looking at Clemson. How are we ranking? Cle- How are you ranking Clemson? You're the Clemson guy. I am the Clemson guy, and uh, you know, I got no, 
I got no worry about Davos. I think he's going to pull through. Contender, top half team. I think they're a top three hey, team in their conference. They it's got not a new ridiculous. OC. It's not ridiculous. New OC. You got Cade coming back. He's going to get from the very start to the very end. God willing, unless he gets injured. But I think right now he's he's got the keys to the Corvette, and it's his show, and he's going to ball out. Top three team in the ACC, in my opinion. Uh, yes, uh, that's that's a valid <laughs> statement, you know. I'm just waiting for a Florida State-Clemson game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's what I'm looking for. A lot of intensity. I'm telling you right now, North Carolina is not going to be in the race by the end of the year. Drake May. They're, they're not going to be. I'd ride that wave. Last thing before we get off, Heisman Trophy winner predictions this year. Mm. Are you going with the rainy? Everybody seems to be going all over Caleb Williams. Mm. When was the last time we got a back-to-back? I probably wasn't even born yet. I don't know. I Not that I know. I, I, didn't, I didn't do the stats. research, but it seems like it hasn't done. I couldn't tell you the stats. Dark horse and your favorite. Mm. Let me know. Dark horse and my favorite. We'll start with the favorite. You then me. Favorite? Man, a lot of, a lot of great talent out there. I think the safe bet is to go with Caleb Williams. I think, you know, why not make history if it hasn't already been made? And if it has, then it's been plenty of years since it's been a back-to-back um, sweep, so to speak. But, yeah, I think I'll, I'd probably go Caleb Williams just to, just to play it safe. You know, safe bet. If I had only a few dollars left in my name and I needed a few back, I'd probably throw Caleb Williams in that, in that mix. Yeah, you know, Caleb Williams is the safe bet. Everyone's betting Caleb Williams. Looking at the odds here, he's definitely the favorite at plus four four seventy five. Seems like pretty high. Jordan Travis, Sam Hartman at the top end, but then you got Caleb Williams, Jane Daniels at number two. Mm. The it's plus four seventy five to plus a thousand. Wow. Heavy favorite at the top. My favorite, call me crazy, but I'm going Michael Penix Jr., Washington quarterback. Give me the lefty. They're gonna win the pack. They're gonna compete for a Pac-12 championship. He dotted up Texas's defense. Now I'm a bull. That's who I'm picking. Now I need a dark horse. Someone. A lot of low. A lot of great opportunity here for a dark horse. And what I'm going to say, I don't think it's ridiculous. It's a little dark. It's a little steamy, but I don't think it's ridiculous. I'm going with the titty man himself. Your titties turn me on. Carson Beck. Give me the Georgia, future Georgia legend. Give me Carson Beck. Carson Beck plus 1,800 right now. That's not terrible odds. Middle of the pack. My dark horse. We've seen it before. We've seen a non-quarterback win it. Mm, Just a few years ago, Mm. we saw an Alabama receiver pull it off. I'm going to go with the best receiver in the country. Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best receiver in the country. Mm. He's a dark horse if they get halfway decent quarterback play. (laughs) Halfway decent. I I don't know if they're going to. That's asking a lot. I mean, they just announced Kyle McCord. Don't know anything about the kid. He's the same odds as his receiver. (laughs) That's not a good sign. But... They didn't even announce him as the true quarterback one. Mm. I think that he's going to struggle very badly. He's no C.J. Stroud. But it's like Cooper Cup on the Rams. 
It's a one-man <laughs> show. Triple crown for Marvin Harrison. He wins in. He wins the Heisman. And if he wins the Heisman, Ohio State is in the college football playoff. Mm. Well, that's all we got. Anything left? You want to say anything? You want to add? Week one, big week. Football's here. NFL next week. All day tomorrow. Yep. Football start to finish. We start with Colorado. We go to Texas. Mm. We end the night at Wyoming mm. as we see the fighting Red Raiders take on Wyoming Cowboys. Anything you got to add? Lots to look forward to. Everybody go in peace. Just enjoy the weekend. Just enjoy some good football, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. That'll do it from here in Lubbock, Texas. I'm Logan. That's Jaden. Peace.